Enthusiasm with multi-tonal voice. Yes. 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 Are we rolling? Yeah, well, let's 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 begin. Oh, hello. Yeah. Mm. What's this called faffing about? Faffing, faffing about. about. Yes. Well, we Basically we are. don't there's no like pre-agenda to it. I like kind it. of uh yeah. you know, speaking open. Okay. The goal is just a good chat for an hour, really. Mm. No, no goals, no <laughs> agendas. My favourite subject, just chatting. So, Gareth, if you'd like to introduce yourself, cool. what so, do you do? Gareth you Ball. Are, your interests, favourite colour. The, the love token himself. <laughs> the famous love token. So, why, why do people call you the love token? <laughs> I can't actually remember. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> was it about my? I think it's something to do with my. Can, something to do with my nose of some sort. No, yeah, no. Okay. Actually, I'm not going to go. Different subject. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> the, my the, mum's probably watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love. He can't remember. She watches everything in I'll mind. T- I'll remind you later. <laughs> but the the, the, the uh, question on my lips at the moment. Go on. Did you drink alcohol on Saturday? Yeah. You gentlemen were supposed to be doing a dry you're January. The, you're the only one that survived. Okay. <laughs> I'm, still, the, still... I'm the only one that's not damp. Yeah. So explain to me before before we jump too far ahead. Okay. Uh, introduce yourself, Gareth. Okay. What? Uh, who you are and what you do? I'm Gareth Ball. Um, I guess I could call myself an entrepreneur. It's a funny old term these days. But a man of many talents. Businessman. Yeah, mogul. General man about town. <laughs> yeah. Warlord. Warlord. <laughs> I guess I guess business entrepreneur is the best way, or serial entrepreneur is what I actually am, but... I mean, Weed fix and stuff. Yeah, I, lo- I do love a late night Weed fix. I should have brought them out. <laughs> With some protein powder. Anyway, nice. Well, we'll, we'll expand on that a little bit later. Mm. But, um, so this dry January thing, it was you, yourself, Kirk, Gareth, and Lee. And was, Alex, yeah. And Alex. Yeah. Mm. I, I failed. Yeah, I think Lee failed. failed. Did Alex I drink with know, you? Actually, no, I didn't drink with him. I thought you both went out drinking. To oh lament, no, we had to, to, red l- wine. to lament <laughs> yes. to lament your itchy eyes. Oh, oh yeah, I was in A and E. Anyway, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different subject. Oh, we had some red wine that evening. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, you went to A and E because you've be been wearing fair. contact lenses too much. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you get hospitalised for that? No, well, I had laser. Eye, to cut a long story short, because no one wants to listen, um, is I had laser eye surgery. And then I still have to wear sun, uh, sunglasses, contact lenses sometimes. And then I thought I had a couple of beers and then I forgot I left them in. And then the ah. next day I was panicking and, you know, psychosomatic and all that. Interesting. <laughs> and then it went to A&E. So we had to like, yeah, wash it down with some red wine. So I'm sorry. What? So hang on. So you went to A&E and you didn't have any contact lenses no, in. But, you just thought, but my you eyes get dry right? anyway, so I, I yeah. didn't know. She sent me a picture of your face. And yeah, your eyes were all like, <laughs> like purple. They gave me some drops, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is a faffing about. I was wow. faffing about. So we so so we all made the, we all made a pact to do dry January, yeah, and, a, yeah. and and everyone else lasted uh, one weekend, two weekends. It was a fun weekend though, and we weren't yeah, drinking. It was. What did we do? Oh, we went it? to the cinema. Yeah, went for a meal. Went for yeah. a cinema. Oh, that's no phones either. We left our phones at home. Yeah, I heard about that. That was interesting. How was that? It was amazing. It was definitely a. Like, look, it was definitely ever a better since doing night. that like detox. I I don't look at it as much as I used to. I think. No. For now, anyway. I it's hard in, in what detox. you do as well. Yeah, it's to a little not, bit hard to not be connected like that. Sometimes it's probably just, more important, isn't it? Yeah, it's more. I kind of like that. What Ari Shafir does, like you know, he is a comedian, and he will just. He'll not use a phone for like three months. Or just something. goes completely off. Yeah, the off the grid for like three months. Nice. And it's like I'm just. If you need me, you just find me. Yeah, <laughs> I think Ed Sheeran does that. The only way to get hold of him, I think, is via email and via someone else. Like he didn't have a phone for quite a oh, while. It's a good idea. Yeah, we were trying to we were trying to sort of game because it was so much better. We were trying to sort of game plan how to do it just nights out in the future. Not, yeah, not it's, it's difficult. But then it's it's tricky because things like if you want an Uber. Or you forget or what, anything or, practical. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you don't know what which train to get on. Or and you, you don't owe someone money. You know, yeah. any, anything goes through the smartphone. I mean, phone, we thought maybe we could just switch them off, but it doesn't feel the same somehow, does it? I don't. No. Or we can try someone, it, You could do. Someone has to drink a lot of shots if they get their phone out. That's always a good one. Or yeah. just at dinner, just putting your phones in the middle. I think Frankie and Benny's apparently now. I don't know if it's Frank and Benny's. It's cold chill, It's quite cold. You yeah, we, it's phone, You have to put your phone in. 
um, in this like little box oh, really? or something. I don't know if that's true. There's a few places that that kind of do that, especially with like shows and stuff. Like people like we watch like Joe Rogan stuff. They do those compulsory uh, put your phones away for the show. Yeah, absolutely. But bring it. Just bring in. Uh, bring changing the tone a little bit. For a second. Um, we are filming <laughs> at minus two degrees outside, which I think is quite a nice, <laughs> quite crisp. crisp. I like it. Yeah, we got the heat, heaters on, but I don't think they're. Gives uh, a bit of a vibe. Doesn't as it? effective. Mm, yeah. Shivering. What do you feel about oh, doing these outdoors? Oh, I, yes. You quite enjoy these, don't you, Gareth? It's like out, outdoor, outdoor podcast. Yeah, I like it. Well, it's the first one I've done outdoors. How you, um, how you feeling five minutes in? Well, it sort of puts you, puts you on, the back, <laughs> on the back foot. Yeah. I'm usually all right on these things. What? So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like shaking through my bones. We should definitely try to get a sponsorship by like outdoors Outdoor, outdoor clothing. Work. Yeah, yeah. North Face hit us up. I want to get sponsored by Old Moot Cider. Old oh, Moot. Yeah. Old they need to be. Uh, while it's dry January, I'm not, but it's, oh. I like to have a can of Old Moot. Every time. Just one or two. No. Yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, it's quite like a nice that. little... Just tweet them. Quite a nice it's little, just a bit of the old, like, oh, 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 a little yeah. drink. I like I'm it. Doing it I do gr- like this concept. At the moment. It's not technically, because it's video... This is not podcast until we turn it into a podcast. I know you, you, that, just, you like, said you, that. You, I know you this is just a video. This is just a video, guys. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of a talk show at the moment. Until we put it into a podcast form, it's like a really a low production, like late night talk show. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> James Gordon, <laughs> <Courtney>, oh, out. <laughs> the late, late. Well, I keep going. I keep, I keep hoping someone who's tech savvy will just <laughs> tell me how to do it. We can tell you. But, Although, yeah. did, I think well, I think Lee told us and we just kind of went like, yeah, mm, can yeah. you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the gist of it. I wonder yeah. how many episodes we've got to go until, yeah. until you I'm like, guys oh, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna actually have to do some reading yeah. <laughs> and work out. It's like actual work. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the laptop on. Like what well, you normally do. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't find working out to do what <laughs> that sort of thing fun <laughs> I think it's actually a lot easier than we think but yeah. we just yeah, can't it's be bothered super easy. it is well you need it anyway we won't get into it it's pretty boring yeah, it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no it's good. yeah so yeah. your your ventures you're quite a mogul in, uh, in your entrepreneurial life mm, apparently yeah with I mean you've been going for five and a half years with your main digital marketing company mm. and there's a few other little bits you've been doing on the side mm-hmm. how's it been managing that because I feel like I, I'm nowhere near as busy as you are and I mm. find any excuse to just be like oh, can't be asked yeah um, I think not so literally I think it's very tempting not to be asked um, but in the back of my mind I know it sounds really egotistical I know how good I am at business and it's pretty much the only thing I'm good at in life um, so I feel it would be a bit of a cop out if I don't continue and success, apparently, well, so I heard it. It builds momentum. So if you if you're successful, you have to keep that momentum up. Otherwise, the market will hit you up, or the market will will decide. You know, yeah. we're in a, a global economy where anyone there's no barrier to entry to do anything. I mean, look at this. It took us ten minutes to put this together, and you know what you're doing. But anyone can do this. Mm. Anyone can put it on YouTube. Um, and if I'm not busting my ass, someone else is. Um, and what and what point do you get where you're thinking like yeah you know we were talking earlier you're talking to my brother about music you're thinking mm. what point do you know when when's enough done. so you know you create a very successful market, uh, digital marketing uh, media company mm. when is like oh yeah let's let's do another thing and it's not even that you've maybe got like more, you've got I several think, I think going. for me I have to scratch the itch of, of building businesses and creating things because you know just like everyone in life you become a bit comfortable you become stagnant and it's the same with me in business like if if it's gone a few months and I haven't looked at a new project or something that I want to work on they always work side by side I try and create businesses that work beside my main business um, because one will fuel the other Um, businesses will do that but if you have another businesses doing that usually the peaks and troughs equal out along the way um, which is how it's worked which is good yeah so it's sort of be interesting to get in the into the sort of the timeline of mm. uh, of each like how many businesses have you set up? Which was first? So um, like but the bulldog is the main yeah, digital marketing, bulldog, and um, then but then you do you've sort of done things yeah, on the side of that, f- like you say. Yeah, m- me and my brother had a we still do we have um, an email marketing platform as well, but that was launched very similar time to bulldog. And Bulldog's such a um, resource-heavy, time-consuming business because of the way it, it's run. Um, it's not so much anymore for me because I've got the people to 
support me but in the old days it was me doing everything for Bulldog and an email octopus came along at a different time and that's my brother's baby um, so, I'm not much part of that but um, yeah that was another business so then on the back of that you know I've got a couple of other projects that so what, what, was no the, what, was the, what was the first thing you did what was the sort of genesis of you started Bulldog. well I didn't really yeah so you what, what was like the first first yeah. paid work you did for someone oh, and you and you, so, uh, you thought <laughs> you thought funny. oh this is you did a little bit of that thought, well there might be something in this That's a good question. and then I could oh, I could do with a bit of help mm. and then I could do a bit more help what was well, the I, I loved work I mean even today I'd, I'd kill to work in a small business someone else's just to just for fun like I don't think people realize how good it is to work for a small business um I was working for a couple of since I left school at 16 so it chucked me into the deep end um and then ever since then like you realize what the real world's like um and I started to speak to people I started to network I started to realize I'm a sales guy and everything else is afterwards so whatever you are Dan you're a sales guy then a filmmaker then a creator you're like a outdoorsy garden and what do, you, what do you call yourself again? Ecological. Ecologist. <laughs> you're a salesman, then an ecologist. Because without the sale, because you've got your own businesses, without the sale, you're going to <laughs> you're going to get nowhere. So, yeah. every everyone, every every industry or every business you're in is sales. Even relation. Mm. I mean, it sounds really weird, but even relationships as well. You're selling. You're trying to negotiate with a girl with a, your partner you know either can I go out tonight or oh I'll, le- I'll look after the baby or this or that everything is negotiating and everything is sales but people don't realize so if you get good at sales it does help in every other aspect of your life negotiating partnering um, but going back to your original question um, I started to realize uh, I just got a client whilst I was working with someone else um, and then they started paying me and I was like, shit, I to have to actually work out how to do it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, lots of people overthink, they have to create this amazing thing and then they go and sell it. And lots of people put that off. They go, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start selling when it's perfect. But no one, I always use the analogy is like creating the best shop in the middle of nowhere is pointless. However, creating like a good shop in a busy area it could be much better so mm. don't overthink it's it. like going back to that dilemma of like oh i gotta make the logo perfect mm. i gotta get Seriously, the website good don't it's overthink like- i've never thought overthought anything um to do with business and in life really it's really black and white to me but i know that i've got some weird ass brain that gives me that so that's yeah it's always been a big barrier for me mm. like i first yeah. had this like crippling perfectionism that stops me mm. starting things i think but it's cuz you're re- recovering you're so you're so <laughs> driven by first like first appearances matter mm. so it's like when you when you've kind of been brought up on that like you know when you meet someone for the first time mm. it's always like make sure everything's good so it's like when you announce something you always want it to be the best it can be so it doesn't get scrutinized. Yes and no, because I think it's about what comes out of people's. It's like looking at someone judging them straight away. Um, I mean, look at Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs. They just wear t-shirts, or you know, you look at them and you might think, oh, it's just an, a randomer. And then they start talking and they start projecting and they engage you. I think sales is similar, and running a business is similar. You, you've seen some incredible businesses that don't have good websites that you know they don't look the part, but. They've got some meat on the bone. Um, don't overthink it, is what I would say. What's, what's your What's your general thought? I'm trying, just trying to get to the bottom of your sort of thought process. And when <laughs> I you're, wish you can. Yeah, <laughs> I'd I love to find you, that. Well, out. Like you get up in the morning and you go, oh, I fancy, you know, starting something a bit different. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but where? How do you? What's I'm What's very, your decision making um, that makes you get makes you think? Oh, I think I think that's a, there's I an avenue never, there. Yeah, I would never look at a, a, a completely new market that doesn't exist. I will see what's worked. Um, I guess I'd never, I'd never look at creating like the polystyrene cups. You know, I'd look into the market. I'd see how many people are doing it. With online now, you can see how many people. Are, there you go. So many. Hmm. You how, can how, 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 how do you look? How many people? Well, are you can see how many people are selling. Yep on Amazon there's tools mm. and you can see the market and you can see Google Trends like is polystyrene cups trending up or is it trending down um, I'm not sure but we could look it up and you don't have there is no 
you don't have to create this next amazing thing. You the data's out there, and probably that niche probably sucks mm. to be honest. However, there's thousands and thousands of other niches. I mean, this is just the way that I can dissect a business because a lot of business owners can't because of their lack of digital like knowledge. Mm. Um, so in this day and age, if you start to become good at digital, you can be good in business. How how strong? <coughs> uh, tell me your honest opinion. Mm. Is fake it till you make it. Do you, there you, was a video that I watched yesterday actually about this. Um, does it upset and you? I actually, no, no, I actually, I like, I like, I like it. I had to fake it at the start. Everyone does. It's almost like, yeah, I feel like that's yeah. You, you could you could thoughts. take it too far, but it's yeah. it's like your point. Don't don't overthink it. No, just just say yes. We can, yes, we can do it. Yeah, and, and then, then work, work it out as you go yeah. along. And, and that that is that's that, how you get it? through. Yeah, I mean. Authenticity is crucial, and and again, it's salesmanship. Is can you sell to the other person, even if they if they believe in you? It doesn't really matter what team or not of a team mm. you've got behind you. You spin it in a way where you know, like you or you, you're very good in front of people. You could sell to them. However, maybe you're you're a bit afraid of getting in front of those those people. So that's probably the barrier you guys need to, if you feel like, you know, yeah, like if I introduce you to someone, I know that damn well you'd do a good job selling to them. Same with you. However, it's that barrier to entry of introducing yourself to someone new or finding an angle for them to come to you. Mm. Yes. Which is either referral or building a brand or whatever you want to do. There's, there's another question I wanted to ask you. I've, I've asked mm. you before in the past, kind of like go, go, not go. on here. Um, but it goes back to going into a market that's mm. already saturated uh, that, and then becoming there's always a market though but becoming intimidated by it so when you start to get the ball rolling because mm. I remember we were talking about um, you know people that have already succeeded very well and you're mm. trying to follow in their footsteps mm. but you think they might be producing something that I can't even get out to so mm. does how do you use that to fuel yourself or do you do you find that especially when you were starting your um, marketing agent, I think, I think, agency? I think look, keeping on keeping an eye on the competition is important. However, uh, I don't I don't know how to word it, but I don't ever really look at the competition unless I'm going into a new market. And then it's all about the competition: what are they doing, what are they doing right, what are they doing wrong. However, once you're rolling and you've got a customer base, you'd be surprised what happens if you actually listen to your customers. Um, focusing your attention on on other people is such a bad tactic because everyone has their own business. It's, every di business is completely different, even if you're in the same market. Mm. Um, you've got a different spin on things. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're in a real, I don't know, boring niche that um, is very similar to other people. But if you spend your time focusing on other people, you're going to lose probably. Going back to polystyrene cups. Yeah, I like that niche. <laughs> what so, did, uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. So have you ever actually sold anything physically? You, um, no, not when you, I was you, younger. You actually, sold. yeah, I did. Um, yeah, but again, I drop shipped it. I actually, I had an order from. I made this cricket website, and it started to. I don't even know how people found it. This was back seven or eight years ago, um, before I knew about SEO about ranking sites in Google. Um, and someone ordered from Eton College, which is, uh, you guys probably heard of Eton. They're one of the biggest like schools, public, pri uh, private schools yeah, in Eton, the country. Yeah. yeah, they're huge. And I was like, Dad, I've got an order for a cricket helmet. And he's like, where from? I was like, Eton. He's like, what? <laughs> I think it's like eight cricket helmets. They'd, all, they'd spent like 600 pound on my little <laughs> shitty website. Oh, and I was just in my bedroom like, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, shit, I have to actually fulfill this now. <laughs> yeah. And and I think I I partnered with someone that if they if they if someone bought it, then I could supply it. But if they don't, I don't hold the stock. Mm. I'm not a big fan of stock. Um, I'm, I'm not good at managing stock. In terms of a businessman, Managing stock is probably one of the hardest things to do. Um, and what about like the <sighs> delivery Jesus. times? Because obviously, if you don't have times, stock, you might, there might be an extra week or so. And does that delivery that times and and holding stock of things that are going to go? I mean, clothing is probably one of the worst industries there is because this coat might be good when I bought it a couple of years ago, but now no one really wants it because there's a new one on the line, and there's probably thousands of these things. Yeah, it's not ones. like it will sell eventually if it goes out no, of fashion. It that's like it, that. isn't it. So. Selling physical product is really tough. Um, I have 
yeah, I, I know about it. I, I've been in the personalized industry niche. Um, I've still got a client in it, and um, I help him sort of set his. Well, I suppose the nature of your the work you see lots of other companies don't. You? Oh yeah, so yeah, you yeah can, tons. Yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, he, you yeah, see he, how they run. he, he, you know, his business is doing well, but it, the, I see the pitfalls of, you know, the, by the time, you know, he'll sell a he'll sell a, a personalized hoodie or something, um, and someone will order it, and they'll put the wrong image on or something or they won't send him the right quality or something and then he'll go back and go hey you sent me the wrong quality and by the time that tra- that um exchange has happened you're already eating into your margin because it's just time mm. mm-hmm. and you're selling one hoodie like the margin's not going to be there so that you know that has its that business has its ups and downs but you'll never meet a business or you never find a business model that's perfect mm. um i wouldn't look at getting sort of stock so yeah. So if you're an yeah, you you're talking about getting, you know, skilled digitally. Mm. Do you think your process for doing that? I mean, how do you do? You, you just sort of have a general interest in it, and you'll you'll research, or is it mm. very much saying I can do that, and then it's yeah. having to then work well, it out? That's another, how you learn. Yeah. Or, or do you read a lot, or um, do you Google a, a lot? How do you yeah. acquire your your well, knowledge usually they'll start with buying something and then i'll start looking into it i mean one that i thought about today as an example was like prescription sunglasses you know great little industry i mean it's quite niche um it's, there's a lot of competitors for that specific niche but just one i looked at today um and then you stumble across it and because i can run it through a few tools i know what people are searching for I know how many people are going to buy it. I know the seasonality with Google Trends. I know. And did you, you know. just Google all those things originally to to work out well, to do that? Yeah, originally, yeah, yeah of course. I think yeah. I I've helped a lot of friends, and a lot of friends have helped me. I found a really good group early on, mm. and if I didn't, then I don't know where I'd be. Um, yeah, going going taking that point across. Mm. How important? Obviously, you just said it was very important for you to to have good people early mm. on. Um, is there any good ways? What, where, where would you recommend to find if you're starting a new business? Well, I think I, I, I think anyone anyone saying that there's not many people out there to help them or me is telling bullshit, like is calling bullshit. They're just using it as an excuse. There's so many people online, like all my all my best mates. Like I met them online, um, you know, from just working and like end up on holiday with them, and then you just jam in. Like I don't know, it's like you talking to another film dude about camera. I don't know the back end mm. of a camera. You could probably talk about it the for battery an hour. slots. I don't know. <laughs> well, how did you? What some forums or? Actually, back then it was forums and Facebook groups. Yeah, mm. and then, um, and then I ended up in a couple of Facebook groups, and then yeah, it just stemmed from there. And and you'll realise the sort of people. I mean, a lot of people in my industry. There's so many walks of life, but I mean, nine times out of ten, they can be quite geeky. Uh, and I don't really get on that well with geeks because I'm more of a business guy, and then. I'm not really that geeky, but I can mm. use enough of the internet to talk. Yeah, you're technical enough. I'm technical enough. And I think, again, it's like creating the perfect shop. I'm not the finished article, but I don't even need to be because I can get people to help me. Mm. Um, I think playing to your strengths is so crucial. And how about delegating at an early point of your business? Yeah, I think this is where this is where everyone's stumbling block. Everyone reaches a, a plateau in their mm. business. They don't know how to delegate. They've got too much of an ego to delegate. And also, they can't find the right people. So there's three aspects of that. And all of them are hard to overcome. Um, Oh, I've now got to pay someone's wages. Oh, now I've got to pay for the office for that person to sit in. Oh, actually, I'll just do it myself. And then, that that, I mean, you've probably had it. Um, I'd say that freelancing that you are done is probably one of the hardest things to do because... You're not a, you're not an agency, you're not a, like a business. You're a freelancer, so you're only limited to what you can produce yourself, mm. and that puts you in a really hard place. And I've you know I've, maybe I that's super hard. Yeah, I wonder whether that it answers has. your one of your first questions, Edan, mm. of how how you stay motivated once you've begun. Yeah, and I guess yeah. I guess once you've got people, yeah, people on the no payroll, choice. you've got yeah. you've got, yeah. got a lot of I think that, lot of people. That, whereas when it's yeah. just just yourself, it's e- it's well, easier to s- In my particular example, I think I thrive on collaboration and working with good minds because mm. you're only good up until 
as, as good as you think you are. Right. And I love watching other people's examples. I follow everyone on my like Instagram or anyone mm. I follow are just such high up in there in, in creative creativity. And I'm like, the juices. that's amazing. Mm. But recently I've been getting more people involved that have these like very good talents Specific in what they do. Skills. So I've got friends of mine that are directors. I'm like, mm. I love your train of thought. Mm. Let's work. And what's your, what's your weakness? Uh, that's a very hard question. I think it's kind of. But you shouldn't. In my opinion, you should know that because quickly I worked that out. Yeah, that helped me massively. I think in terms of as a business. Well, uh, what's your personally? vulnerabilities as a business? What's holding you back from from ten xing, from doing double the amount of revenue you're doing, from double oh, the amount of clients? I think just sales. I think okay. in terms of work, so there's your weakness. Yeah. In so terms of workload, you've got to plug that weakness. Mm. Don't worry about your workload because that can go up and down, and you can you can plug the workload. The things you can't plug unless you've got someone good to plug them sales, mm. or if you're really bad at, you're definitely not because I've seen the stuff. But if you're really bad at editing, you go, all right, Johnny, can come edit for me. I'll do my thing, and Johnny will probably be much better than you. I'll just use an example, yeah, and then you and and you two doing your best thing is going to be much better than you yeah. doing an average job here and there. What? Same with you, right? You yeah. get someone in to do. I'm sure you get certain people in to do the decking, whatever. I'm sure you could do the decking. Yeah. But why would you? Yeah. You know, well, yeah. I feel like that's sort of my role is the conductor the, of the orchestra, the and finding people. Yeah, yeah. you're the project manager, and that's what someone pays to you jobs. to do. But that's um, the most that's yeah. the most important bit is to be able to see the grand picture and be like, mm. right, actually, but, yeah, that needs to be. Also, this is a massive area. Is what people think people will hold on to that money, and for me, Bulldog's always been yeah, it's been my main business, but I've never had to suck the funds out of Bulldog to stop it growing because mm. as soon as you do that, it suffocates the business. And the market will catch up to you. It's funny you say that because I I speak to some older folk mm. that have run old school businesses, mm. and every time they see me, they're like, "Have you bought more equipment?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> it's investment." <Yes. laughs> and yeah, I have. And they're like, "Why? Why are you mm. buying more stuff?" I'm like, "Well, this that's the nature of the business. It's like, you need good equipment to produce. You know, you need a, if a carpenter has bad hammers and chisels. It's like, well, they can't produce <laughs> no, yeah. that extravagant." Yeah, now it's a fine line because I'm almost too I'm almost too heavy investing cause, and it and it you know it's but 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 you you investing in equipment mm, is 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 investment within the business exactly that, that's not you drawing out and buying cameras I know but if yourself I, no, no, I, no absolutely if it's I told a, that guy oh yeah well I spent ten grand on the camera they'd be like well, why did you spend how much on the camera did you need to spend how much like, I was watching um, I was watching Ed Milet interview yesterday with Grant Cardone and he said. His dad said, "All he, uh, both their dads said, I mean, the multi-millionaires, almost billionaires, the dad said, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And like, I think that's so true. Now, yeah, you can push it into your business, which is pretty much yourself, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. However, pushing it into yourself, into learning, you know, seminars, conferences, meeting people, like all that good stuff, I think it would just give you ROI like no other. Yeah, yeah. See, I, yeah, I've sort of, I always go with that sort of invest in yourself and just always learn and do. But I just, I'm, I'm interested in so many, interested in so many things, <laughs> just, just general life things. Mm. Yeah, but that's that, good. That yeah, I think, but, uh, I think that is good. But then it's sometimes it's hard to, it's hard to make myself lock my brain onto mm. one like, like. That's where discipline that comes in. All though. that intensity just but if, in. But if you, you, you need to be aware, you need to be self-aware of who, like, what are. You, you know what are you good at as i said i'm going back but like mm -hmm. if you say i'm okay i'm a 60 percent businessman i'll get someone else to help me on that side of things mm -hmm. i'm really good at my craft let me get other people to help build that craft up or do you want to stay on one man do you like the mm -hmm. just the meeting people do you like doing a good job do you like the low risk do you like taking money out of the business that's cool like i think a lot of people worry wonder why their business is not growing and then then they Look, look at their lifestyle they don't pile all their money back in because anyone that saves money is very scared of not being able to make money mm. again and that is very hard um, uh, and I've only learnt that art probably in the last few years or the last couple of years and do you think that age has quite a big part in it people don't age. really have for instance if you mm. if you have a, a child yeah absolutely I mean I live a I live quite a a low overhead lifestyle I mean don't get me wrong I still go away. 
Um, but this is like back to the back end of my five years, like the first two or three years. You know, I kept it really low overhead. Left at, lived at my parents, you know, I went out, but I didn't travel that much. Um, I just grinded it out, but no, I'm in a good place where I can do that with no risk to anything else. And it's in comparison, like I keep it low overhead compared to other people I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some, yeah, some YouTube and stuff. Like I know how much some of those YouTubers earn and they're, yeah, they're cutting it fine. One of them, one of them's got a full-time financial job just to keep up with the rent on his on his hurricane mm. or something do you find what was that <laughs> changing the brainwave a little bit what was your first if you can remember what was your first moment when you're thinking like oh shit this can be really big mm. well with bulldog i've never thought it could be really big it's an agency right i mean we've got um in-house 22 stuff i think and then like we've got a few around the world maybe five or six so i i know that the agency is not going to be like 2,000, 3,000 staff for now anyway um, because it's not my mission agencies take a long time to build um, and the market can change um, and also when you're selling people's time it's quite hard business to scale because mm. um, as you add on more people actually it becomes less efficient where people don't realise that um, actually a good thing that I was watching yesterday is um, they talk about the flywheel method so if your business is like Amazon right they get more customers, they get better prices with their suppliers, um, everything becomes cheaper, um, and it goes around like that, right? Um, they pile on more more sales, and everything goes the right way around. It doesn't, like, buckle. It gets mm. more efficient. Their speed becomes quicker. Um, they can automate things more, blah, 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 blah. However, when you have a client services staffing business, it goes the other way because you add on more people, more lines of communication, and then everything goes... Yeah, wrong. you kind of dilute that. Yeah. It's like too many cooks in the kitchen. Kind the, of the, f the right amount of people to have. Well, there's there's places for people to hide. There they? is. And <laughs> when true. you have an agency, I mean, five hundred over, you know, even a hundred. Um, but if there's four people here, right? If you think about it, there's one per. There's the camera there. So me and him, me and you, me and him. So then you and him. Then me and you. Then me and him. There's not a huge amount of communication there. Like there's not too much can go wrong. Then you add in another person, then there's him and him, him and him, me and you, him and him, him and him. Then it goes round. And as you add on those more people, mm. there becomes a frightening amount of communication. I've learned this over the last few weeks. And do you think that, <laughs> I mean, using that as an example, do you think that can uh, hinder ambition? So like, Ambition? Yeah, for instance, if you're yeah, like... Yeah, it can got... hold you back and it can make you feel like, fuck, is this, what am I doing this for? Is it really worth it? So... Uh, there's ways of getting around it um, but it means you've got to build a better business that doesn't rely on too much communication mm. because you know in the world where we live in now you don't need to sell a product into a retailer you can sell direct to consumer you can buy a thousand watches you can put some Facebook ads and you can sell a thousand watches that requires minimal people requires minimal um, expectation from the customer all they do is want to watch when we're selling time at the agency, they have expectations, we have to match them, and then people are sick, or someone moves job, and like that, an agency has so many cogs, and one of the mm. cogs is always, you know, a bit rusty and not working, so you've got to try and find a business model that cuts out all that shit, to be honest. Um, yeah. that, that is the issue, isn't it? If you When you, you say, oh, I'm gonna get someone to do that, and then, and yeah. then they're away, and they're the only person yeah. who does that. I mean, so we, I had, we up, had it last. Yeah. We had it last summer. Like we scaled up. We, I think we went from ten to twenty odd staff somewhere around that point, and um, yeah, everything fell to shit. Because I mean, I assume, I assume there are plenty of people in the office that can do things that you would. Yeah, you but we be didn't able to sit down and take over. No, mm. but we didn't train them up. We, they didn't know that they could do that. So I mean, you know, yeah. but, I mean, we evolved. You, you say train train them up though, but. Do you take people on that surely that have skills that you yeah, don't have? The, yeah, yeah. But that, when one of you them couldn't, then you couldn't step in necessarily. Yeah, like if someone knows, if only one person knows how to move a cog in a certain way, hmm. you're yeah, liable. You and and unfortunately, a lot of people do. I've always been thinking of you know, if one person leaves, how can I? Is my business relying on one person? And that is a seriously dangerous place to be in because hmm. a lot of people do. I've seen it. So I've always overstaffed. I've always cut less from the bottom. 
uh, off the bottom line to help that because you know as you said people can step in you can retrain people want to leave mm. you know luckily uh, Touchwood have had good retention but in the future something's going to happen and someone's going to want to leave there's no two ways about it I, I feel sometimes a bit like as much as I do want to get to that point as well uh, <laughs> don't envy me I'm probably to a degree but there's a, the, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is mm. it's hard to trust people when you're working on someone else's thing so for instance in the creative industry mm. if I'm saying right I, want, I need you well, to produce something yeah. yeah and then they don't do and I'm like but I should have just done it myself and then that mm, kind of, that's bad mindset though you know that pardon that's that, that with that mindset you're not going to get anywhere yeah. because I'm thankful that I'm so crap at most things I'm so shit at a lot of things so it, I just like well let me hire someone please <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah whereas if I was good if I was seriously organized I'm not if I was amazing at accounting I've got FD for that. Like, but then I it's plus like those say, gaps. You be, yeah, being being the conductor of the orchestra is your mm. job, though, isn't it? It's not. It's not to yeah. be the best. It is it's my not job. To be the best I, I prefer pe- now. I prefer. Pe- you might say, "Oh, that you know, um, oh Johnny's fucked up my video." I like that. I think if someone learns, if someone does that for me, I'd rather them lose me money. I'd rather them lose me a client than me going and doing it myself and me being bottlenecked into that work. Yeah, I mean, if you have the luxury to no, 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 like no. not financially have that strain, I feel like if no, I lost the client, I'd... I'd be like, sorry, Johnny, like, out you go. Mm, <laughs> I, I don't think that's the right, the way to put it because everyone, no one likes losing clients, right? We've lost clients. Mm. We've, you know, it happens. You're in the client service industry. You're going to get fuck up. You're going to fuck stuff up. Mm. So... You know, why not let someone else do it and learn rather than you keep doing it and trying to do this amazing thing? Yeah, I heard. That makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, but for instance, when, let, if you've, if I'm paying this person a wage, freelance is a bit different because mm. then you could say, well, that didn't work but out. What's, then what's your no- end goal with hiring someone, right? To take you out the equation. Yeah, and to increase okay. revenue, ultimately. Yeah, to ultimately increase revenue, but also increase speed, yeah. which will help long term. Mm to increase production because if someone's concentrating on it they're going to do a better job than you because one minute you're sending an invoice next minute you're chasing someone for payment and then you're like trying to edit in between yeah like you want God, to cut- I hate admin <laughs> exactly yeah but if you had a full-time admin or i don't know one of your parents or your brother it's, or your sister it's more long-term thinking isn't it yeah, yeah. You've you're got saying to th- you're, yeah. i've i've think That's yeah exactly, in, in, yeah. instead of thinking it as losing a client yeah thinking it of i've i've in, exactly, i've yeah. i've invested I've invested money. It's into like investing issue. money into that person to, mm. to learn that lesson. It's pushing so money that. away and almost just forgetting about it and going, that might never come back to me, but there'll be some learnings yeah. around it. You, I, I'd rather waste 10 grand on learning something yeah, than I, not I, spend it and then not learn. And then that employee is pigeonholed into my... Yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's such a defence... It's hard to explain, but your Kirk's right at the long But I've thing. seen both ends. I've seen someone like yeah, yourself, and I think you're a perfect example of someone that invests in people heavily. Mm. That you're always about treating your stuff. Like, it's quite... I don't know if this is a bit too ambitious, but I kind of like your business method is is like um, Richard Branson. It's always about mm. investing. <laughs> okay. It's always about investing in people and making sure they're happy because they produce good work yeah. and then create good results. Correct. And... And that's the thing. It's like and then you got the other end where someone that's a bit more frugal, and like ah, I can do it myself. Mm. Might not be, and then you might not get to that end, end goal. Mm. Going back, I remember I um, listened to an interview with a very successful hotelier in mm. America. That's a hard industry. But the um, yeah, <laughs> to, what's a hotelier? To, to, uh, hotel, hotels. Oh right, but, okay. Yeah, like a restaurant. Pa- paraphrasing, mm. um, they said dealing with fuck ups gracefully creates more um customer yeah satisfaction um, yeah it will What's, be yeah uh, retention no long t- uh loyalty loyalty it creates yeah, more loyalty. customer loyalty than not having fucked up in the first place mm. yeah that's it it's like if someone it's fucks up weird. and they go oh we fucked up but i know here's mm. a bottle of champagne you're kind of go, oh yeah they dealt with that like or, you, yeah. you almost you know feel like- when you're dealing yeah i mean we do with some large businesses but when you're dealing with small to small and you say you've forgotten something, just be honest. Like, yeah. as I said at the start, this authenticity is crucial. And it's the same with the hotel or the hospitality industry. You know, you remember that last communication with them. You know, if the hotels say, oh, actually, I'll give you a free stay next time, you'll remember that free stay, you'll go back, you'll probably have a good yeah. 
I think that's time. why also communication is so important. Like even if you don't produce good work, mm. like if somebody like saying if you fucked up, mm. being on the ball and being like, hey, just you know, mm. keeping everyone in touch, keep making sure everyone's mm. what's in, your, in the know. I'm gonna change the subject a yeah. little bit. What's your guys' thoughts on having a partner at this stage of your businesses? Uh, I think for, in my, for you both, in I my, do. Yes, I know. That's what I mean. What's your thoughts on it? Does it right. steady you? Because I had, I actually think it was really good for me in the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, I'm just curious. Yes, I at the moment I think I, I, I sort of need it mm. at the moment because I'm, I'm a lot more willing to let myself down than someone else. Yeah. I like so that. if I say to someone Most else, oh, yeah. I'm, go- I'm gonna, go I'm gonna do, do that, mm. and then if I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're going to ask later if I've done that mm. I'm like oh god I better do Promises, it whereas yeah. yeah if it's just myself mm. I'll sort of I'm all in to be mm. like oh, whatever like, I'll do it tomorrow mm. um, but yeah also but my but yeah also my sort of yeah the way the partnership I've got at the moment is more like it's more like men- mentorship as well no I mean girlfriend Oh, you're talking, oh, you're talking about business partner. Oh. What are you saying, girlfriend? Like? <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about well, business you know, the whole time. Sorry, it's late. I, I, I was totally for like, well, like business yeah. partners. You thought business yeah. partner as well. That's fine. I was just thinking a different train of thought. Should we? I, I'm this trying to think. I kind of like the training you're going for. So let's, let's I do like let's, that one. Let's put a pin in that one just for a moment. <laughs> yeah. But let's going going back to what Kirk you were saying that having someone that's also a mentor. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, I've been interested. Because I'm basically yeah. in the same boat. I feel mm. like I don't have a partner um, in this at the moment. I've got freelancers that are collaborate on some particular projects, mm. but um, I, I think I would. You know, I'd be very open to it. I mm. think there is moments, like you're saying, yeah. that I've been in, I've been in partnerships with other businesses before. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's definitely <laughs> I feel a lot more motivated because of that. Mm. Because of like, and also get a lot more excited. Whereas if mm. I'm the only one pushing me, mm. sometimes you're battling your own. You know why your confidence. one works quite well is because you both have your set roles. And I sort of go back into into life relationships, girls or, or boys. Or, whereas if if you'll find that usually successful business partnerships are similar to successful relationships, both know exactly what they're up to both know where the strengths and weaknesses lie and it's the same with you and also i always say that start of a partnership a business one is put down exactly even even a a relationship in general like put down exactly your role in it Mm. like kirk yours will be at the minute um actually doing the work sourcing all the people and then paul will be your partner will be i'll guide you I'll, i'll invest in this and i'll help you build the clientele and you're never going to cross because you know exactly what you're up to yeah the worst partnerships are the ones where if you create if you had someone similar to you trust me it'd be carnage Mm. same with me if i had someone similar to me i mean i've got one that's similar to me but it's taken a while to get there and we sort of know where we're at and we're very close to to get away with that sort of thing yeah it's dangerous and and trust is tough yeah i feel like in that situation you can have those kind of clash of heads and be like well Mm. actually i want to take in this direction but i want to take in this direction and that's kind of what i mean that is also a a benefit of why i do love kind of having full stakes myself i've i've worked with people before where it's where i've kind of like no this like i worked with some people abroad and um, mm. I saw the direction they were taking, and I was like, I can do a better job. And ultimately, mm. that's why I started my own thing, is because Some, I knew what I wanted. Someone said to me once, "Is like, don't ever, ever give up any stake of your business ever." And I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> um, but like a stake of your own business afterwards, you've created it. I think that's tough. Mm. I think from the start, great. I think that works really well. Yeah. But uh, afterwards uh, is is uh, very uh, difficult. Yes, unless. Unless you have someone, um, someone working for you who's very good, yes. who makes sure you, who means no, you don't have different. to work so hard, yes, and true. they're so good that they will they will eventually leave. And if you want to keep them, yeah. if you give them a stage, yeah. they get they'll Stakes hang around. Shell is interesting because no one else has got a stake in Bulldog, and it's something that you know it sounds a bit cutthroat, but I create different ways, or you know, and I want to create different ways of doing that without all the paperwork, without all the problems mm. of having shareholders in general. I remember speaking to you about this 
year about two years ago it's a funny subject and we were talking about investors and he was saying mm. like is it worth me going down the route when I was thinking about doing video production mm. uh, worth down the route getting people involved investors mm. that can supply that initial fund to get and remember you just saying no yeah. work hard <laughs> save up then bet your shit like yeah. don't get other people involved just mm. yet it's but, very easy to just and people this is another subject do people um, do you think you need money to make money now, I don't think you do to get going or to get a business going and moving in the right direction. But a lot of people at the minute think you need to raise money. You need to get funding. You need to find some investors. You need to find an angel investors, a VC. And this whole notion of finding investment is very easy to raise investment. Mm. I mean, you guys probably don't follow that many entrepreneurs compared to me. Like, I'm deep into it. You're in that, in that, yeah. in that hole. And all there is at the minute is, is anyone's walking off the street and going, I've got an idea. I'm going to make a polystyrene cup that looks a bit different. I want to raise half a million. And then you stand in front of investors and they get these people that are very good at standing in front of investors, very good at pitching their idea and very good at convincing people, again, salesmanship or womanship. Um, and then they get investment and then their business starts and then they go, oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah. have to actually be a business woman or man now. And they don't understand. And then, But then they're learning it on someone else's money which is also dangerous because mm. um, you always you're always afraid that someone might want to cash in their checks just you what spending early. someone else's money is very easy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. spending your own is not as easy um and that's the problem with entrepreneurship at the minute in my opinion and when you say when jumping you say, when the you gun. say you follow mm. a lot of entrepreneurs yeah in what way do you follow them <laughs> weirdly like, do you, you, you watch watch um watch videos they do well, I watched, describing things or you I watched li- a seven hour vlog the other week when I was seven live. hours yeah live when vlog. I was on holiday yeah. so, I that hope you did that in one go <laughs> yeah. I pretty much yeah it's four hours and then, and then three yeah but it's weird like I guess a lot of kids they'll fo- they'll just watch for- people playing Fortnite or games for me like I, I, as long as I can just pick up little nuances or something that mm. You know, and I find it quite relaxing to be honest. What's your what's your end goal motivation? Is it financial or is it like I've created these things? Um, I don't have an end goal. Everyone says, "What's your end goal?" There is for me like a motivation. You, you get, like, you, is you, it you a financial a endorphin, in, yeah. endorphin kick from the process? The process. Yeah. I do love the process, and also I always wanted freed. Uh, I always wanted freedom, and that's what I've got. Dopamine, not endorphin. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to shut you down, but I couldn't be honest. Um, yeah, for me, there's no end goal. It's freedom, and and I do want to leave. A, it sounds really corny, but I do want to leave some sort of legacy. And yeah. you know, it's nice when someone DMs me on LinkedIn and says, "Oh, thanks for help." Like I've helped. If I don't help, first of all, I haven't really put myself out there in terms of content but i've helped a few little people along the way and and you know that super helps mm. employing people's cool putting stuff into the uk economy is really i'm proud of that because there's a lot of people that that do it in a different way mm. um you know i'm building jobs and i'm building a place where people want to work um you never get it right and humans are humans right um but i think the team i've got at the minute are crazily are really good um but I'm sure in the future I'll get people that come into the business they won't fit right it's all the things I have to play with yeah so I'd I'd still like to hear about some of the things Mm. the business the things you've set up sort of outside of Bulldog yeah so I I know one of your early was one of your early successes you set up a website didn't Mm -hmm. you sold it Yes, that, I had a yeah, I had um yeah, um well I've got a couple of similar sites but not in the same niche. Um, it was an American knife website um, that sold knives basically. Sounds really dodgy, um, but Amazon have an affiliate program where you can send traffic to it, um, and I set it up, um, and yeah, I started earning money like decent money, um, and then I sold it. But ha- hang on, so how did the web you set up the so some, there was someone else selling the knives. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, I right. just send the traffic to it. Um, right. So you create a website which which create the links yeah. to go to Amazon, and then and the then way if you get buys a knife or something else, you get you get kickback. Yeah, affiliates a big part of of my other business. Um, yeah. So have you, have you done that? A yeah, few times? I've done that a couple of times. Um, I've got a partner that does that all the time so it's helpful so what was the thought process that made you think American no. Knives again, uh, again I didn't have a fucking clue about it um, finding that you niche can see, yeah. but on then, Amazon but then did you look at the, the, 
the, vo- the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you look at it and, and there's not much com- com- because no one was doing a specific knife site. Um, I mean, this was probably four years ago. Um, it was like a five-page website. I think it sold for like eighty thousand pound. Like a five-page website. <laughs> so all it's the, quite all funny. the so, so everything pounds. So everything on you can't do that anymore. No, so it's not as easy as that. What? Because it's more saturated, it's more competitive. Yeah. So, so there was so the knives on there. They were mm. they were things that were already listed on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you, so, so, so you went so you went you went through Amazon. Yeah, there's a tool and, and that went, would drop Okay, it down. I'm going to list that one on my mm. website. There's a tool that um, would drop down exactly what's how much a product's being sold. Because yeah. what it will do is it will add, it will add as many to the cart until it says out of stock, and then that's how they know how many are in stock, and mm. it works some algorithm and tells you how many it's sold. So you can literally see any product. It would say you'd put microphone in, and it would probably drop these three down or something. And this one might do 10k a month. This might do 20, and then you know what's popular. Then you list those products. So you pick the popular you ones. Find that what works. Yeah. And so did you do some some website optimization so yeah. that people found yeah. found I, that I website? Yeah. I think also we ranked for like best um, throwing knives. Mm. Um, I think sorts. also what people get might get carried away and think like, oh, that's you you, you made big money on that. Mm. Also, how much investment did you have to put? In? Oh yeah. No, well, that that one was a. Uh, that was actually a bit of a. I lucked out on that one. That I didn't invest, but I've had n- thousands of sites. I mean, I've had, I've gone into all sorts of weird niches like um, weight loss stuff. Uh, God, this was polystyrene cups. A long, yeah, polystyrene. A long time ago, when I was just random. I've had so many failed businesses. You how, how did you find out how to do that? Did uh, someone, did someone tell you? No, just, I had a partner with that. I partnered that site with someone else. So someone else said, yeah, oh, usually, it's possible to do this. Yeah, and he was um, he was from India, so he didn't have a huge amount of... He was a young kid. Um, he didn't have a huge amount of money, so I partnered with him. I funded it, and then we did the split. Um, you can find people that... Um, you know, you can find partners certain things that... You know, we had a really good partnership until... Yeah. Where did south. you find him? Just online. I never met him. Right. But we were, you know, we were doing. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get like, no, the, know, the, yeah, the, like, like. Um, I don't know what, how. It, what brought you? Just, can't just, just. You, you were just on a forum, like. Yeah. You hey guys, talking. anyone fancy a chat? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Did you go on there to ask something? Like, well, I want to find this out, he and he got doing a chat some blog, or? blogging or something, and I reached out again, just reached out to him, and just said, "Hey man, like, you know," and I had an agency still. I think that was when I just started the agency, and you know, he could see that I was trying to do something. We were both connected online and it's weird like if you start chatting to people and you try and find some common ground you know you can see, I never met him and we were making you know making <laughs> I mean in India he was like he was one of the wealthiest kids in yeah. his block because that's the sort him. of yeah and going back that's sort of sales as well isn't it yeah it's all sales because like yeah going Everything back is. earlier I think like weaknesses I think mm. like I think sales For sales you. is mine but I hope, like talking about partnership like Paul that's mm. his, his exactly. strength mm-hmm. so I'm I'm observing and trying to learn from osmosis, um, but also I don't want to. It's hard to become. I don't want to sort of become reliant no, no, either. No, 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 it's but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely learning, getting better. It's and I think, I think, I think the challenge now. I think I'm much, I'm much better at once. You know, I, I go to meet someone, mm. and then that's the sale. But I think what I still need to work on is is that's getting the meeting. Yeah, I think I think also yeah, I think the process of you asking the right questions to understand their budget mm. that's probably one that you always struggle with. Mm. You know, watch your budget and they go. I, I don't find know. that. I think that's they, a real hard in, question. In, in my yeah. industry, I find that people want. People don't really know. No, either. I wouldn't know if I got you to do my garden. I don't have a garden, but if I got you to do my garden, I'd be like, "Well, how much, Kirk?" And you'd be like, "Well, you know, I need to work out what you need. Oh, do you want this level of decking? Do you want this?" plant i don't know and i'd be like just handle it i've got this budget probably is what i would yeah. do with you yeah um, i find it's best yeah best but to then say, again okay, i don't know if, if i gave you a 50k budget and you'd be like oh this is fun <laughs> and then and i didn't know you and you just went off on one bagged a lot of the margin there then i would never know because i don't have anything to compare you with yeah. so i think what i've learned over the last couple of years especially is is when someone comes to you, they just want a business case for what it looks like to them. So, if you came, if I came to you and went, um, I want a video. Now, actually, I, don't, I want a video, right? But that doesn't mean it's what can that video do for me? Like you'd say, okay, I've got this guy. He's similar niche. 
his video had this amount of impressions, but it got him this amount of sales. You'll have the video forever. We'll put it on this page, this page, this page. It will increase your conversion rate at this page so you get more customers. Um, you'll have a calculator or something that will work that out um, and you'd show a business case for them. Whatever price you put forward, whether it's a thousand pound, two thousand or three thousand, it doesn't matter because you've worked out the sums of what it will look like for him. Mm. So the money is irrelevant. So if you came to me and said your garden is going to be 50k, however, you're going to attract loads of butterflies and all these people and then you're going to attract more friends than you're going to attract and that will bring you money that way, I'd be like, shit, I'm going to invest in that because yeah once it's you make a case it apparent for it, yeah they get but roi and that's but it it's an roi exactly and it's not about how much you quote them it's about what does what that look like for them and it's yeah. in case of everything you know what what's that car sitting outside what you know i invested in it in terms of maybe my image maybe it makes me feel good you know everything you buy is has gone in gold to it and you you play some roi and roi in your head and I was like, okay, it's this amount. You know, I'm probably going to use it a couple of times a week, but it will make me feel good. It will motivate me. So actually, that investment's a good investment. Mm. Um, People take you seriously when you turn yeah, up. and you rock up, even though you that was a massive case. Even though you're you're young as well, do, mm. do, do people ever react to you? Do you think differently because you're yeah. young? Although because uh, you're, in, I suppose if because you, you're in tech tech people tend um, to be digital tech is kind of associated tech. with that well yeah. i had a guy today actually ring me and, he, and he's like oh you've done really well and i was just chatting to him and um just this old dude who i was looking to buy a, a business from and um and he's like you've done really well and i was like i didn't it doesn't process to me that it's like where's my next like where's my next bit of as you said dopamine coming from like i don't really give a shit about what i've done um and what you've you're only as good as your last month your last year and I think a lot of people play on the fact of what they've done. Um, every market evolves so much. And I think people, you know, what they've done last year will not be what you need to do next year to keep going. Like mm. for you, tech changes, you know, people edit differently, then you have to keep up with that. For you, maybe, I don't know. Maybe uh, plants don't evolve too much, do they? <laughs> Maybe they do. They, they do, actually, famously. Oh, they do. Plants evolve. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't change once you've studied them. I'd imagine it, right? trends, trends in yeah. design is... Yeah, yeah. that's it. Trends, there'll be a nuance there for your industry. And, and I think people play on the romantic... I mean, yeah, oh, I did Yellow Pages 10 years ago. It used to work really well now. If you do Yellow Page, not on the website, it's not going to do jack shit now. So... Mm being romantic about how you got your customers being romantic about all oh, this equipment's the best i suppose what's a funny subject what's a nice yeah goal or talking about being sell or, or having mm. getting a certain amount of money mm. i think one one nice goal is to have a, a certain amount of money that then you wake up each day and you're you're playing you're looking for that dopamine mm. hit but you don't have to you don't you're, have you're doing to. it because it's it's like yes it's, it's fun yeah that's a nice i mean it's a nice area to be in to to not have to worry because as soon as you start worrying about it it then puts you on a different mindset um mm. it will take you off the wrong tangent it means you spend less you invest less you do less traveling the thing is like going back to like in the same branch as that mm. with my industry sometimes you can see a really good opportunity and it's worth you investing your time and efforts to produce content for that, mm -hmm. like let's say a new a new shop opened up on you, something come up, and you're like, if I produce something for that, that's actually gonna potential. come, potential, come potential to come back to mm, me, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the things that I it's I can't think of any other industry other than the creative industry where you have to produce so much free work. Yeah, but then potentially get work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's quite annoying because it's like we don't go to a barber and be like, "Give me a free haircut," and then I'll give you. Mm -hmm. you know, I think every industry. Mm, I think every industry like, is like that. Did you face that? If uh, if someone said, "How many properties?" Yourself, do you, yeah, you've got to prove yourself. It's like Edge Edge and sung for so many years, and then he hit the then he hit it bang, hit the limelight. So he did three gigs. He he literally grafted his ass off. And then it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Same with you. You'll hit that that moment and then once you've hit that wave you have to ride it yeah and you might not hit it for another two years but if you give up you've wasted did you, a long did time did you face any of that in the beginning what not hit offering offering services to yeah clients. for free always yeah I mean we still do some stuff for free like we 
you know, we don't charge out as much as we should do for certain stuff. But I always think that if you do that, if you do it that way, you're going to provide, you're providing more value to the client so that they're going to spend more of you long term mm. or at the pub they might recommend you. I mean, it doesn't happen so much at the pub these days, but um, yeah, I think providing more value up front is, is tough as a human, mm. like to give more away. It's like um, as a friend, if, you, if you're always being that really good friend and the other guy's a fr- shit friend, it's going to grind the other person down, right? So you've got to provide as much value and then they have to provide as much value as well. Yeah. I don't really know where I was going with that. But. No, I see your point. Yeah. I'm kind of like hearing all these car yeah. scooters around. Getaway. How are we doing for time? I think we're, I think we're pretty much there at the we're hour. Hit the, hit the hour mark. I kind of yeah. want to like... What about, can we touch on one subject? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> can we finish on the girl... Oh yeah, the girl. The thing. Well, obviously, whatever way you sexual sw- partner. Yeah, whatever <laughs> way you swing <laughs> could be boyfriend. I always have to think about these things to filter it, but there's no filtering here. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to double check myself. Anyway, yeah. So, do you guys think that obviously you've just stepped into a new? Sexual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Rom- romantic. Like a guidance counsel. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready to enter? No, I'm intrigued yeah. because I think oh, I good, think it would good, do you good. Good shout with um, changing condom brands, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Oh yeah, skins. Skin. Oh, so yeah, much better. Really? What a difference! <laughs> I did tell you. But you this has changed. Yeah, apparently high five. <laughs> so is that too much better now? That solved the issue. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we won't go too deep into that, but that's good. Anyway, does girls? Issues. Do you feel like you're in a? Do you feel like your businesses are going to succeed more with a girl by your side? Because it will hinder you and it will help you. Mm. Which one do you think it will? Good question. Yeah, because for we'll do both. Yeah, it probably. Naturally. That's a very yeah, that's a very hard, safe answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it will. Well, yes, yeah. for now. Uh, yeah, I, I think until <laughs> I met you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the case. Well, yeah, no, I think, I think everything. It's the same with anything, but. Yeah, I remember having when I first set up Bulldog, having a girlfriend was crucial. You know, I didn't have to worry about chasing girls I didn't have to worry about dating I had that solid foundation of mm-hmm. my job is now to provide and mm. work and grind to to mm. do what I want to do if you have something else in the equation it always you know if you had a, a child like it would make change your mindset for business mm. and you'd be like okay actually I mean if we any of us had children it'd be like okay I need to suck more money out of the business um, to provide for that child mm. or whatever, and then the business will suffocate. Yeah, With I think it just depends on the partner. Yeah. Using like, a, yeah, yeah, I'm like a, my brother's example, um, his relationship. If you have someone that's very supporting, like that could make a big I, difference as well. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Yeah. My first. Whereas well, for me, my, I'm quite. I, 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 I kind of like not having anyone else. Yeah. To deal with. No, I like. I, I like. Like. I get up. I just call myself, and that's it. I, I've got. Well. Yeah. I feel like I've got all my staff. I feel like I've got relationships that. Yeah, that I'm constantly ma- like manning. I'm constantly looking after in a roundabout way because it's my job to, you know, at least check in with them, check they're alright. Mm. If they're not happy at work, that's my fault. You know, mm. and I feel like I've got that with staff. So every time I go home, oh, I just want to chill. Want, like yeah. I'm like. I can't even comprehend talking and checking in with someone because I've How was your day? Oh. Yeah. Come here. Gives me the creeps. <laughs> but I'm not Give ready for hug. it. I'm not ready for it. And and you're right, if you find the right girl, maybe, but for me, age wise I'm not there yet. Um Yeah. I've got too much to give. But do you feel like you're gonna succeed more with her? I assume you will, because well, let's not say this particular person, but just maybe keep it more general. <laughs> <laughs> How can I do that? No, now? No, <laughs> no, I know he will. But what I'm, I'm trying to get across is, um, um, yeah, because yeah, like, you've had it's, two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I started the business and I had a girlfriend, so I don't I, know. I think, you did the I think for a long, yeah, I think for a long while, I thought, yeah, I thought it would be, mm. it would make it easier because mm. I'm like, okay going out every weekend and yeah. drinking and stuff I was mm. like oh, I could just keep my head down and mm. not do that so much um, but I do I 
but now I'm like, I do actually still want to see yeah, my friends and go out yeah. drinking, <laughs> even if it's <laughs> not like <laughs> If you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so then balance. it's like, But yeah. now you've got your friends, then you've got your girlfriend, then you've got work. So it's like more to the pile, yeah, right? Like I think, a, a, I think in your example, it's thing. a bit more, more intense because you've got so much on your plate. Maybe it's more intense. Yeah. Whereas I think... I still think I, it's quite. I just I, I like to live quite a very stress, <laughs> no drama life. So like, mm. if if I have to, if, I don't know. I've tried it, and mm. I'm just like, ah, not not now. Not now. I think maybe when ready. it's a bit more smooth sailing, and I can delegate more time to into someone. Maybe. Yeah, you'll probably never be able to. <laughs> do. If you think yeah. like that, you'll never. Yeah. Because you never, if you think you've got no time now, you're never going to have time. I've got loads it's of time. I just don't get, put that song well, Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, there's your answer. Like, it's only going to get worse. You're going to get less. But, um, yeah. No, yeah. I'm intrigued. It's quite a, top, a topic that no one would How much do you good. think, how much, how much relationship retention do you think there is in entrepreneurs? Relationship and retention. It's tough. Yeah. I'd, it's, I'd say it's much easier back in the old days, obviously. Um, that's a very good question, actually. Do you think a lot of these entrepreneurs are single? I think it's very hard to find someone that can even comprehend what you do. I don't think anyone knows quite look what it's like until you do it. So to get a girl to understand that, I think I had one girl once. She, I was working on a Sunday. She went, what, you're working on a Sunday? And I was like, bye. <laughs> just deleted her number. <laughs> you didn't even answer her. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was talking to her and I was just like, hang on a minute, don't tell me what to do. Like, And I think when you work for yourself and someone tells you what to do, and your brain just goes. Yeah, it's because they're not on that level. <laughs> like I yeah. can't. I just. The thing is, you need to get like you need to find like a power couple. You need someone else that well, has yeah. their shit. They're like they got it. Yeah, their, you have to have someone that's got their own destiny or whatever you want to call big, it. They're, they're their drive. Own. They understand that. Yeah, and then you complement it. It goes back to the business partnership. If you find someone that has their own shit sorted, they've learned everything, and then you come in and work together. Perfect. If you have if if something tips or it goes wrong. I think that's when you cause issues both personally and at work, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Been fun. Yeah. A- any last last, <laughs> co- yeah, last comments? <laughs> <laughs> last comments, questions? Answer? No, I think that's pretty good. And also, <sighs> okay. I do like to, you know... We can clip you, this up. Yeah, also use this opportunity that if there's anything that you want to promote or if there's anything that you want people to see no, no. or anything... Just hit me up if you need any... Yeah, business help. Old uh, Moot, please sponsor us. Old, yeah, yeah. old Moot. Old yeah. Moot. Yeah. North, yeah. North Face. Do, do, do some of your do some of your wizard Wiz, stuff on wizard. Old Moot. <laughs> wizard, wizard put on your wizard hat. Your wizard hat. <laughs> You'll shall not pass. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely. Right. Thank you, Gareth. Signing no out. Take care. Goodbye. Love you. Love you too. Sleep well. <laughs>